Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Financial Coaches Podcast. I'm your co-host, Maria Casillas, joined by my incredible co-host, Cody Sizemore. We are thrilled to be back with you in the thick of this new month that we have here. And I'm so excited to start talking to you about some really important pieces of your business to keep your financial coaching business going strongly. But before we do that, I just want to remind you that we are very, very grateful for you and all of our listeners and those of you who have already taken the time to give us a quick review. We really appreciate that. If you haven't done that yet, we encourage you to do that. We just know that there are so many financial coaches out there, those who are already in the business and those who are just kind of discerning whether or not it's for them that really need to hear the information that we have. So we encourage you to do that. If you hear something you love, please share it. We encourage that as well. All right, Cody, good to see you today. Maria, good to see you as well. Thank you much. (laughs) Yeah. So I know that we are going to talk today about some really important things. Um, It can kind of be summed up in one word. And it's kind of a word that I have a love-hate relationship with. You probably Mm -hmm. know this about me already. But if you're a new listener, maybe you don't know this word about me already. The word is consistency. Love it. Just going to let it sit there for a second and see if anyone wants to throw up um, or if they just get really pumped up with that word. But sometimes it makes me want to just throw up because I know that's one of the areas in my life where I consistently need improvement. So I'm excited to talk about this with you today, Cody, and we can talk about how it will help just really make our businesses thrive. Well, while you hear that word and you're like, I want to throw up, I hear that word and I'm like, I want to eat it up. Like, yeah, well, that, hopefully not the throw up. You know, like, like give me a second serving kind of thing, right? Like, I love it. Yes, yes. And sometimes I do too. I, that's why I have that love-hate relationship. So I'm, I'm throwing that out there because I think that our audience probably falls somewhere on that entire scale. And so if, wherever you fall on that scale, you are not alone. So yeah. tell me, Cody, what makes you want to eat it up twice? Because it's the thing that gives me life. You know, like mm. it's, it's the thing that has created my life in a sense, right? Yeah. Like this whole idea about consistency, there is a lot of love-hate out there. You know, um, so you're not alone, Maria. Like there's a lot of people who want to be consistent. Like they have the intention to be consistent, but then when it comes mm-hmm. down to it, they're, they just aren't consistent, you know, and mm-hmm. that could be for a number of reasons. It could be life happens. It could be that you're exhausted. It could be that you just don't really feel like it, like all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, so, you know, I understand the love hate relationship that you have with it for sure. And I think that you're not alone. But I just know that like from personal experience, man, consistency is is what has built my practice. It's what has given me, uh, you know, the health that I now have as compared to what I had before. Um, it's what's given me, you know, the house that I have, the rental properties I have, like the, everything. It's been, mm-hmm. it's literally given me 
everything. And if there's one thing that I could say and just one word that I could boil it down to, it is that word, which is consistency. So that's why I brought this up to you today. And I was like, I want to talk about this on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I wanted to talk about it, because I think it's really, really important, especially this month being the new year. And, you know, you could see January as like a new year and be like, yep, new year, new me. Or you could see January as like, this is just the next month, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But this is a big month for a lot of people. And I think it's a really important time to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's really funny you bring up that last piece because I was talking to a friend on a way home from a retreat this other day. And I was telling her, because this, we were coming back on, um, I don't know, it was like January, it was the beginning of January. And, and I was like, you know, this doesn't really feel like a new month to me. And as we were kind of unpacking a little bit, I was like, I don't think it's a bad thing. And I think it's because of kind of the stuff that you just said, Cody, that it's not that I'm not willing to quote, make any changes this year. It's that I've already begun many of those things that I wanted to do. And so this just feels like another month where I'm continuing along the lines of where I was before. And so I think that that's, it's actually great that, you know, if you are that person who's like, well, this doesn't seem like, you know, new year, new me, take a look back and go, well, maybe it's because you're actually doing the things that you already wanted to do. So way to go. I'm not waiting for that calendar flip in order to start those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big time. And that's a, that's a mic drop right there. Like, you know, if, if you're a person who's like, this is the year then cool, make it your year. But next year, like, don't say that again, you know, like, Mm -hmm. just be like Maria and say, this is the next month. It's just Mm -hmm. how it is, you know? So that's a good goal for for people to get to if they're not there yet. So really important. But to go back on this consistency side of things, we're done talking about the new year. Everyone's exhausted talking about it. So let's move (laughs) forward, right? So consistency. I wanted to bring this up to you because um, I talked to a lot of different coaches across different, uh, industries, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and the reason for that is because I'm actually a part of a coaching group. That's not just for financial coaches it's for all different types of coaches. And, um, I'm like an assistant coach in that group. Um, so I'm helping those coaches, uh, build their businesses and stuff like that. And, um, one thing that I see consistently across (laughs) the board that makes things really hard for coaches to build their business and, 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 you know, just expand it is that they struggle with that one word, which is consistently or consistency. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, if you just got that one thing in place, so much, so many doors would open for you, you know, and that, and that's why I wanted to talk about it. Um, I think that there's a huge difference that gets kind of lost in the mix when talking about consistency, because when people talk about taking action and doing it consistently, what they, a lot of the times they say is like, well, I need to find the motivation Mm -hmm. to do this first. And I'll say that motivation is cool, but motivation is temporary. You know, Mm -hmm. like it's a thing that is fleeting. It's coming and going, you know, you can't get, you can't just get motivated and then stay motivated. That's not how it works. You get motivated. And then you keep that motivation through the consistency, right? So Mm -hmm. I don't even like that word. I think we've talked about that before on this podcast. I don't even Mm -hmm. like the word motivation, right? Like I like the word consistency because that's what it actually is. 
if you get underneath all the fluff and the nice, cool, feel-good word of that word motivation, if you get to the real root of it, that's literally the definition, which is just consistently, day after day, week after week, month after month, doing what you need to do, even when you don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I wanted to bring this up. And to me, there's a few things that you need to be consistent with. And if we're talking about growing the business, maybe getting your first client or getting the next client, or you know, maybe if your goal is like, hey, you know, last year I did X amount in revenue, this year I want to do double that, or I want to do 50% more or whatever. If you're talking about any sort of growth, the number one thing that you're going to have to do is get more clients. And the way you get mm-hmm. more clients is to consistently put yourself out there, right? So one of the biggest things that I pride myself in with my business, and I'll just tell you, like year one, income earned $8,000. Year two, income earned $53,000. Year three, income earned $133,000. Year four, um, income earned $178,000. So the way that I've been able to grow that is because I've been consistently putting myself out there through mm-hmm. something called organic marketing. I'm sure you've heard of that term, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So for those of you who, who are not familiar with organic marketing and what that means, it basically means that you're marketing, but you're not putting out like paid ads for it. You know, it's, it's like quote unquote free marketing. It's, you know, I, I say quote unquote, because the, the cost of it is your time. That's really mm-hmm. what it is. Um, and also your creativity and, and all that kind of stuff. But as far as monetary goes, it, you don't have to put any money on it, you know? Um, so just putting yourself out there on social media, um, putting yourself out there, uh, you know, by doing speaking gigs or giving presentations or, you know, doing YouTube videos or TikTok videos or whatever it might be. But there has to be something to where like you create a rule with yourself and you work it into your daily systems that you set aside, you know, anywhere from if you get really good at it, five to 10 minutes a day to maybe when you're first starting, maybe 30 minutes a day to where you are just putting out content or you're booking that next gig or whatever it might be. But every single day, you have to make it a non-negotiable that I'm going to put out a post. I'm going to throw up a story poll. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And it's a non-negotiable every single day. I'm going to be that person who puts myself out there. And that's going to be really good because when people think about wanting to improve their finances, they're going to think about the person that they see most. You're Mm -hmm. going to be top of mind. So you're going to be their go-to person. And maybe someone follows you for an entire year before they finally reach out. Have you ever had that happen, Maria, where where someone has contacted you and they've said something along the lines of like, I've been really wanting to reach out to you for a long time. I never did, but now I need to. Has that Mm -hmm. ever happened? Yep. It just happened two weeks ago. Perfect example, right? Yep. It happens to me a lot too. And it's like, okay, so you've been wanting to reach out to me for a long time. Why is that? Because you've been seeing my stuff for Mm -hmm. a long time, right? Mm -hmm. So there's half of the equation, which is consistency of just putting yourself out there. But then it really gets important with the consistency of starting new conversations. 
Yeah. I'm really glad you're going there. Yeah. Because, you know, you can make as many posts as you want, but if you're not going after that, if you're not starting new conversations, you're not going to bring in any, any new clients, you know, like every now and then, like a post that you throw out will be really good and someone will message you. But a lot of the times you'll need to send the first message. And I actually mm-hmm. just recorded a, um, a podcast recently, maybe like five or 10 episodes ago, something like that, about how to, you know, talk to people in the direct messages and, you know, eventually get them onto a, a phone call. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't listen to that, you can go back and listen to it. So I think it's called like direct message mastery or something like that. Um, but starting those new conversations is super important. And the, the goal here is not to get a person on the call every single time. The goal here is just to start new conversations, mm-hmm. you know, talk to people, yeah. be a human, yeah. be yep. social, be interactive, yep. you know, and the reason. That- Yeah. And the reason I'm really glad you went there is because I know in our community that we have people who really are not social media people. And Mm -hmm. so even if you're not just trying to DM somebody to start that conversation, it is so important to start those conversations. And maybe if you're not a social media person, you're a person to person person, then you are the type who when you're out and about, you're creating those opportunities, you're still being the face of your business. uh, But it's just in a more I don't know, like real way (laughs) rather than this like online forum. Um, But that conversation is really what is important. So again, so glad that you went there because as you guys are listening, if you're not a social media person, this is the part that you really want to be able to apply when you're having those conversations in the real world. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that too, because it can apply to both social media and real world, real world uh, situations, right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yep. And something to keep in mind too is that like there's been a number of people that I have eventually brought on as a new client that I started a conversation with them several months before they actually booked a call. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's just a massaging thing, you know, like you are just building a relationship. That's what it's really about. It's not about closing a sale. It's about yeah. building the relationship. So sometimes it's a long play. Sometimes it's a quick play. Sometimes you talk to someone and they want to talk, they want to hop on the phone right away. And that's great. Mm-hmm. Other mm-hmm. times it's a longer play. And, you know, that wouldn't happen if you wouldn't start that conversation in the first place. So yeah. being consistent with that, I think, is one of the most important things because that's that's what ultimately drives these uh, call bookings or mm-hmm. conversations. Mm-hmm. You know, not the ads, not the marketing. Not the, you know, amazing value that you bring people. It's the conversations. That's what really drives these these calls, which then drives new clients, you know? So, yeah. So when you first started opening this up, you had said that, um, and I'm going to probably butcher your words and I apologize, but you said that when you're talking to these coaches that you're in that mastermind with, that you're like, mm-hmm. if you could just get this one thing in order, you know, your, your business is going to explode. And then a little bit later, you said that there's a few things that you think are necessary. I'm going to encourage you to see, is there, when you said that one thing, is there a one thing that you think is super important for people? Or is that where it's like, that's going to be the thing for them to choose. But if they focus on that one thing, at least they'll understand the importance of the consistency and then apply that somewhere else. What are your thoughts on that? 
So what I'll say is like, I don't care what you choose. I have my own opinions as to what I think is, you know, works better than another, but that's, that's for me, you know, like something that works better for me might not work better for someone else. So at the end of the day, I don't care which route you go. What I care about is the one thing that's going to change your entire business, which is you consistently showing up. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. the one thing, you know, like I don't care if you you want to do social media, I don't care if you want to, you know, host workshops at your local library. I don't care. But the Mm -hmm. one thing that I do care about is that you do it consistently over and over and over. Yeah. I think that sometimes we get stuck in our heads in terms of uh, just like, I'm not a consistent person, right? Just actually saying that over and over and over. And the irony there is that you are consistently inconsistent. So, you know, technically we have it in us to be consistent, uh, but it is going to be important to catch ourselves when we're doing that, when we're saying those things, when we're identifying as an inconsistent person, because that is how we will show up on a regular basis. I'm so so glad that you said that. Yeah. So we need to exchange that verbiage for something else that is going to be more empowering and have us show up in a different way. You, Yeah. And you could exchange it for sure, or you could just change it. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, because what you're saying is, is like if someone identifies as a non-consistent person, you're absolutely right, Maria. They are not going to be consistent. Because you're Mm -hmm. just burning that into your belief systems and you're saying, this is who I am, right? But if you know that maybe up until this point, you haven't been consistent, but you need and you want to be consistent, all you got to do is you just got to tell yourself, you got to ask yourself, hey, what does a consistent person do? Or ask yourself, is this what a consistent person does? If mm-hmm. the answer is yes, then do it. If the answer is no, then don't do it. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think the really big kicker here is not just asking, like, is this what a consistent person does? But then to follow it up with that other statement that you had just said and change it and say, because I am a consistent person. Mm-hmm. If you consistently tell yourself that, over and over and over. I am consistent. I am consistent. I am consistent. I am consistent. Eventually what's going to happen is that your neural pathways in your brain are going to change and you're going to take that future version of yourself that you're trying to be, which is consistent. And you're going to bring that from the future to the present. And then all of a sudden you're going to be that person Mm -hmm. and you're going to have those results. A consistent person gets consistent results. Yep. And it's, I'm smiling over here because, um, something happened a couple of weeks ago where, um, somebody reached out to me and said, Hey, are, are you still loving those bar workouts that you're doing? And I wrote back and I said, mm-hmm. I never loved them. Right. I've never loved it. And, uh, she, she kind of laughed, but she goes, seriously, I'm like, yeah, seriously. And it all goes back to that whole motivation thing is that I just said I was going to do this no matter how I was feeling about it. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, a year and a half later, like that's just, it's who I am. It's what I do. I just show up, you know, um, still not loving it. but showing up. And so I think that what you're saying is absolutely true. And uh, I also think that it's 
it's possible to do really well with this in one area of our lives. And maybe we're not as good at it in another area of our lives. And so I'm here to say there's hope for those of us who think, I can't do it over here. You can. It is in your mind. There's something that is that is stuck in your head about that. And so if you are just hell-bent on thinking, there's no, I'm just not a consistent person, try it in something that is not maybe not business related or not like where you are stuck. So you can prove to yourself your ability to do it. And then you can shift and do it in another area as well. Mm -hmm. And I would even argue that once you get consistent in one area of your life, it's naturally going to seep over into the other areas too. That's right. That's right. And that's exactly why I say if you're feeling stuck in this particular area, it's okay to go to a different area to prove to yourself that you are able to do that. And yeah, you're right, Cody. As soon as you do that in one area, it starts to spill over uh, into other areas of your life as well. Yep. And we see that even like with uh, the work that we do with our clients, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, if if you're a coach who's worked with any sort of client, uh, you've probably seen this to where like they start to get their finances in, in better shape. And all of a sudden their marriage improves maybe they lose some weight, maybe they start doing better at jo- at their job, you know, like that happens a lot, you know, yeah. and, and it's the same kind of concept there to where it's like, if you get more consistent in one area, it'll more than likely cause you to be consistent in other areas too. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. So if you're looking for the secret for success in your practice this year, um, that is the secret. I don't know how else to put it. You know, that's, that's the number one thing that you can do. That's the number one thing that you can commit to. And that's the number one thing that's going to drive your results is the consistency. Yeah. Yeah. We have not invited anyone to the Facebook group on this episode yet. Uh, so if you'd like to tell them where that is, you can. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to say um, that if you have something that you want to be consistent in, we'd love to hear about it in that group. I mean, I think, I think that the accountability piece of it is so it's not for everybody, but there are some people who it really makes the big difference for someone to actually hear out loud. This is what the one area that I want to be consistent in and then have people actually help follow up with that. So I do invite you to do that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. The, the Facebook group is, uh, um, uh, the, the financial, financial community. Yep. The financial yep. community. <laughs> I new money habits, um, you know, free to join. So pop in there if you're, if you haven't yet, uh, would love to have you. And, um, we also just recently launched a, uh, new online course as well. So if you're a person who is thinking about trying to do this whole financial coaching thing, or you're a person who did start, but is having a hard time growing it, um, we launched a course called uh, Getting Started as a Financial Coach. Um, you can find that in the show notes. You can find that in the group as well. Uh, we have a free webinar to, uh, that you can watch. It's like a 30-minute webinar to learn more about it, see what it's all about, get some information, um, and then take it and run with it. You know, So check that out too. So let's be consistent, all right? Sounds good. Okay. Thanks for the chat, Cody. It's always fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, you guys. guys, Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week, okay? All right. right. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Financial Coaches Podcast, brought to you by New Money Habits and Sizemore Financial Coaching. 
Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.